Hello, my friends, and thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and together in this episode, we will take a look at bereavement groups, counseling, and overall support through grief. Basically, what I've experienced and what I would recommend. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with upcoming episodes. You can find us over on Spotify or on Apple Podcast, and there you'll be able to rate and review the show. Now, please remember, taking a moment to write your impressions about the Journey to Grateful podcast can actually better help others find the show when they are browsing Apple Podcasts. Keep in mind, every word you write can be a guide for people trying to navigate their own loss, looking for a resource or helping hand where none currently may exist for them. Together, you and I can demystify grief and discuss our experiences to help others understand grief. Also, please head over to journeytograteful.com to access our blog stories written by many experienced contributors. They are heartfelt, real-world experiences, in-depth examinations of their own grief journeys. And lastly, there's something new at Journey to Grateful. It's a newsletter. As we grow our community, we find the need to share more than just episodes on the podcast. We want to share support resources, personal, inspirational stories from our contributors, and other projects and events already in the planning stages. The best way to be the first to discover everything new at Journey to Grateful is to join our newsletter. And it's easy. At journeytograteful.com, you will find a pop-up window to subscribe, or there's a link on the homepage to do the same. So subscribe to the newsletter. Be the first to access everything new in the weeks and the months to come on journeytograteful.com. So now let's get into today's show. Soon after I lost my wife in July 2020, I knew I could not walk this walk alone. Although our support system is wide and vast, I was aware family and friends' support would only go so far. There are moments in life when you just need to dig a little deeper, maybe navigate a bit farther than ever before, and face a reality that others can't understand unless they've traveled that path. And oftentimes we learn better through those who have gone before us. Through their experiences, we can be provided guideposts along our path, which can more easily allow us to travel the path more smoothly. I owe my insight, my understanding of the benefits of bereavement group support to my wife, Colleen. Now, as you may know from the Journey to Grateful website and previous show episodes, Colleen's first husband passed July of 1999. Now, through Colleen's experience, I know firsthand how her bereavement group helped her. Becoming a suddenly single mother with a nine-month-old daughter would be a challenge for anyone. But even though her support system, her family, her friends was very strong and plentiful, this group provided her with something almost no one else could. The bereavement group completely understood because they too had lost a spouse and were now faced with being a single parent. This group spoke to Colleen because they understood what she was going through. They got her because they were walking the same path. I cannot overemphasize the importance and benefits involved in speaking to someone who understands what you're going through, because they too are going through the same or similar thing. 
Now, here is where I throw in a word of caution. And if you've listened to my other episodes, you'll recognize this little side note. Although it's hard to express what a help it can be to speak with others who have experienced loss, don't misunderstand what they have experienced with what you are about to experience. Use it as a guidepost only. Every person's grief journey is different. You may experience a part of grief in a different time in your journey than someone else. You may get through parts of grief sooner or much later than someone else. So understand that it's perfectly normal and definitely okay if your experience is not exactly like theirs. But understand that when they express a experience that they've gone through, most likely you are going to have a similar experience somewhere along the line during your grief. Your journey is your journey. Your timing is your timing. And no one else can predict it. Not even you. Now let's talk about counseling. This subject for some can be a bit touchy. Perhaps it's because they've never wanted to feel out of control. And maybe it's something that they were taught of which to be kind of ashamed about. Whatever your thoughts or beliefs on counseling, I'd like to show you a slightly different way in which to approach it. Simply put, counseling is just a one-on-one -on -one bereavement group session. I mean, that's, that's really it. And yes, typically it's with a professional. But it's not the lay-on-the-couch sort of thing. It's simply a discussion that can reveal things you alone would not see in yourself. And yes, I see a counselor, and yes, I would highly recommend it. Tracy, my counselor, came highly recommended by a friend from a bereavement group. And that friend told me, she's unlike anyone I've ever met. Knowing you, I know you will love her. And you know what? She was right. From the moment I met Tracy, she was warm. She was welcoming, unassuming, and just comfortable. And that's exactly what I needed. I believe a portion of her bio actually says it best. People are my passion. Encouraging brilliance is my goal. As we navigate this thing called life, we can become so distracted that we forget how amazing we are. My desire is to remind myself and others that we each have something unique and magnificent to contribute to humanity. Now, Tracy treats the person, the now, and the way you perceive yourself, especially if it's not accurate. She oftentimes calls me out on it, in fact. Although much of what I speak of may be how I feel about this or that, or how something is affecting me at any given time, she swiftly dissects not only the validity of my feelings, but confronts me if I fail to see my reaction to how I'm feeling which might be a bit too harsh against myself. Now, basically, she's there to remind me to allow myself grace when I may not appreciate how I may have reacted to something. She provides me with permission to go easy on myself when otherwise I may be a bit too critical. I often thought that counselors were going to try to steer me into digging deeper and try to make me reveal something that I didn't want to, but that's not who Tracy is. She doesn't do that. But then again, as you might suspect, I can be a bit of a talker, so it's not too hard for her to get me going. Thus, the podcast that you're listening to. So please, if you haven't tried counseling for yourself or someone you care for, find someone like Tracy who can 
can make you feel comfortable with who you are and someone that you can actually trust. You'll be surprised at how much better you will feel after you have and how much better you deal with that demon inside you, you know, your own thoughts after you have been through a session. That's what counseling has done for me. It has allowed me to have better discussions with myself. I know that sounds a little strange, uh, but if you've lost someone, especially a spouse or, or a child who has been around a lot, you find yourself having your own discussions and they're in your head. And once you start getting in your head, you know that that's a, a dangerous place. And oftentimes it can resolve the doubt that you feel. The doubt of being able to move another step forward. The doubt of something you'd like to do or accomplish. So at the very least, try it once and take care of you. Now, as a bit of a tie-in to where we just came from, let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of the phrase, fill your own bucket first? Now, what it means is simply take care of you before you attempt to take care of others. Be strong for you, and you will then be able to be strong for others. It's a powerful thought if you allow yourself to really understand it. Now, for me, it tells me that I need to be at 100% completely. And if you will, for me to be the same for my children and thus for the rest of my daily life. It allows you to take time for yourself, to do things for yourself that will help strengthen you. And thus you become the best person that you can be. The thing I like most about fill your bucket first is that it makes sense. If you're not feeling 100%, whether it's physical health or mental health, heck, even a proper mindset to get up each morning, to take another step, to move one step forward, well, then you will not be able to do for anyone else in your life the way that you'd like to. So fill your own bucket first. Take care of you first. I would also suggest for you to examine what and maybe better put who is in your life and make certain you surround yourself with others who can lift you, who can strengthen you and push you and support you in the proper manner, in a positive manner. That is not to say surround yourself with yes men. That mindset serves no one in a positive way and will only lead to emptiness and false hope. So I'm suggesting to you to have people in your life that are not afraid of challenging you, of questioning you to, to be better and to strive for a better end result. As you may have seen in my social media throughout the middle of November, I attended and spoke at a workshop geared toward entrepreneurs called Momentum. I had spoken at the same event back in 2019 and was so impressed with not only the format of the event, but the people the event attracted. Like-minded, goal-driven, inspirational people wanting to make a difference with whatever their side hustle was, their business, their small business, their product, their service, their social influence. The entire two-day event was, simply put, inspiring. Now this year, I also engaged in a separate one-day mastermind. 
This was a group of six people, together, diving deep in the details of their business, revealing potential new aspects of their business, or looking for guidance, or feedback, direction, validation, and inspiration through this group. In many ways, this is very much what a bereavement group is, and can be for those navigating their grief after loss. It's like-minded, similar experienced people looking for guidance, looking for validation and inspiration to move forward, to maintain momentum in this new life that has been presented to them. Now, a new friend, Julie Voris, from this year's Momentum Weekend and the Mastermind Group, provided for me that inspiring phrase, fill your own bucket first. And she has one of the most inspiring forces I have ever experienced. She's simply a breath of fresh air in the best, most spiritual way you can imagine. This is the type of person, along with many others from the Momentum Weekend, that I am proud to call my friends. And the best part is, I chose to surround myself with these people because they are indeed good for me, good for my soul, good for my progress, and so supportive right from the very beginning. Now, I knew about 30% of the attendees from this year's Momentum because of the Momentum 19 that I attended and spoke at two years ago. And their support over the past two years has been as beneficial as those in my family or my, my close friend circle. And they are all miles and miles away from me. The reason they mean so much to me is quite simple. They show up and they have been there. And yes, from miles away. Over the past two years, I've received countless private messages or emails from these friends, checking in, showing support with nothing more than a, how are you? Or, if you need to chat, let me know. I've said it time and time again in this show, through blog stories, and many times face-to-face -face in my bereavement groups. It only takes being there for someone to support you. That's it. For those out there that are constantly wondering what they can do to support their friend or loved one grieving or going through even a very tough time in their life, I know it sounds ridiculously simple and potentially ineffective, but it's not. It is truly that simple. Just be there. Just show up. I don't care if it's in person. I don't care if it's via text, over social media, or a phone call. Support does not have to be complicated. It just has to be. Let me say that again. Your support just has to be. Or better yet, it has to be present for when your friend needs it. So just let them know you're there. When they need it, and, and then just be. Just be available. And now for a slightly more personal note. In case any of my friends from Momentum happen to be listening, this is for you. I want to thank you personally for just being for me. For being there, for being present, for being engaging, for being my shot of strength, for being open, for being an ear to talk to, for being a smile to share, or for being a source of laughter for being anything that I needed at that time, for being an unlikely support so far away. Thank you all for being. And now for you, my listeners. 
Thank you for taking the time to subscribe and listen and share this podcast. Thank you for your feedback, both via social media comments on Facebook or Instagram, and for those who have connected with me one-on-one via email at tim at journeytograteful.com. Thank you for sharing journeytograteful.com and the blog stories from my contributors. And lastly, thank you for helping to build our community every week. I have a goal, and it's a lofty goal, but it's quite simple, really. I want to double the reach of this podcast as it is in the next six months. I want to share with more people the idea that grief doesn't have to be something you sit with alone, that it is truly a lengthy path in which you need many others to help you navigate, and we can all do better at helping those we know navigate their grief through our support, our inspiration, and strength. As ballerina Misty Copeland says, be strong, be fearless, be beautiful, and believe that anything is possible when you have the right people there to support you. So until I see you in the next episode, I wish you a good day, a wonderful week, and a blessed rest of the year. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.